The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So welcome, warm welcome. Happy to see you all. I I imagine you're here because well you all have your own reasons for being here all of them good all of them uh, I'm assuming you come to a place like this for out of goodness You could say maybe out of love. That you love yourself. Did you ever think of it that way? You love yourself. And you think something is going to happen here in your meditation or by being here, maybe I'll say something that will help be helpful. Just this be, this place. It's just so nice to be here. It's it's a sacred space. So it's nice to be in a sacred space where, you know, we feel maybe feel uh, held in love in this sacred space, this holy place that thousands, thousands, and thousands of people have come here to. be healed who come here out of love for themselves out of compassion they for themselves we want to be free I want to be free and I'm assuming you want to be free So that's compassion, right? Like you see a dog that's, you know, maybe in pain and you feel, you want to be free of that pain. Or you have a loved one who's trapped in an affliction and you want her to be free. So, I don't want to presume too much, but I I want you to be free. And I'm assuming that you all are here because in some way you want to be free. You have compassion. You have some essential compassion. There's something in us, this basic inclination I had a cookie before I came here tonight. Maybe it made me happy. I want to be happy. You want to be happy? 
Anybody here not want to be happy? Raise your hand if you don't want to be happy. You say, well, I'm a masochist. Well, that makes you happy to be a masochist. It's so uh, beyond uh, psychology, in a way. It's so essential. It's just we, we all, all day long, from when we get up in the morning... I didn't know what I was going to say tonight, but here I'm saying something. Makes me happy to say what I'm saying. I love to talk about love. I love, yeah. Makes me happy to talk about love. Makes me happy to talk about compassion. So think about how you went through your day today and all the things you did. out of care even making your bed you know brushing your teeth it's caring for yourself going to the bathroom you know we always have this love in us it's in it's all day long I just crossed my legs I'm a little more comfortable that way you just moved your getting more comfortable it's okay good so to recognize we have this but maybe sometimes we think we're bad Buddha said, uh, or somebody like the Buddha said, uh, we have this love which is so strong in us. It's like the way a mother cares for an only child. This love is so strong. So Buddhism and uh, Buddha and all the masters, all the Buddhist masters, and and I think all religious, all mystical religious masters say that we are love. That we are compassion, that we are awareness, that we are wisdom.
Think about who you are. In essence, who you are. We have all these thoughts, all these identities that come through our mind, these boxes, and we step into those boxes. And for a while that becomes me. As I was sitting here tonight with you, I wasn't trying to think about what I was going to say. But different things, all these you know, beautiful things kept coming to my mind. I, that's a good idea, that's a good thought, that's a good thought. But out of love, I let them go. I didn't want to get caught in a box. It was deeper than grabbing onto that box. Was It was a more essential in me to let go of that box. It was kinder to me, more compassionate to me to let go of that. And to allow, to allow the boxes to come and go. And then there's silence. Can you hear the silence in the room? There's silence. There's always silence. There's space between the boxes. And sometimes the space lasts longer. And we, I think we want to be really silent. We want, to, we want that to be our meditation, to, be as, to exist in silence. That's what we want. We strive for that. We, we meditators really love silence. But that's really grabs, grasping silence, too. We don't have to grasp at the silence. Just you know, the silence comes naturally, and the silence is between the thoughts. And the silence is always here. So, if we relax into our own kindness, essential kindness which is always here. We can count on this essential kindness. We can count on this essential love. And we don't have to worry so much about the boxes. The boxes don't matter. You could say, who cares about these boxes? Who cares? Rather than stepping into a box, letting it, allowing it, 
allowing every box to free itself. They will free themselves. Even if we grab hold of them, they'll free themselves eventually. What box were you in an hour ago? You don't remember. So it does free them. It does free itself. It always frees itself. We've been creating boxes for, I don't know, I'm 78 years old. I've been creating boxes for 78 years. And they've always freed themselves. Amazing. So what's not the box? What's not the box in you? What isn't it? What is it? What is it in you that isn't this little prison that you create, that we create for ourselves? What's in you that isn't that? Much bigger than that. Is it the silence? Is it the love? Love is always here. Is it the compassion, the kindness that allows sounds? Sensations? Allows the whole kitten caboodle to arise and cease and rise and cease and rise and cease allowing allowing that flow we can try to grasp and stop it on a me that is particularly wonderful, particularly praiseworthy, particularly, I don't know. These are all awareness, uh, uh, kindness, and love. All exist. All exist. They're all qualities of being, just being. Just relaxed, open, aware being. We all want to come home. We all want to be ourselves. We all want to come home and relax and just... Really, not, not worry about all this stuff. But we do worry 
about all this stuff. We worry about the human value system. What I'm talking about is not really human. I mean, it's very human. But the human value system is what people think of us. Stuff we worry about. Our reputation. Our glory. I think he's having fun out there. He's happy. He's having a good time. So who are we? We hear that and maybe feel... We see... We think, we feel, we sense. And we're aware of all these things that are going on. We're aware of our feelings. We're aware of our thoughts. We're aware of our hearing. We're aware of our sight. We're aware of... Yeah. And all those things that I mentioned are conditions that come and go and come and go and come and go and come and go. But in this instant of time, There's this awareness, this presence that knows what we hear, that knows. Can you see that in yourself? That knowing, there's this knowing. There's a wake, a wake quality. So are you aware? Are you aware right now? Aware of sound. The Buddhas and great masters said, We are. This is what we are. We are awareness. All those other things, all those conditions keep all of our so called life. Come and go, come and go, come and go. Instant by instant by instant. But awareness doesn't come and go. The Greeks called it gnosis, G-N-O-S-I-S. Everybody, you know, all these great cultures, religions, 
they all know this in their own particular way. That fundamentally, we are awareness. Other than that, we're nothing at all. Because it all comes and goes. You can't grab anything. You can't grab that sound. My voice. You can't grab what you see. I think you think I'm think I'm seeing this, but it's really changing. My focus is changing. Whatever is out there is changing. And I'll leave this place and that won't even, I won't see that anymore anyhow. Sensations are changing. But my awareness in this instant isn't changing. The awareness is here. The knowing is here. What if instead of being devoted to um, things that are changing, like praise, like reputation, like money, like getting something material, like a success. Like uh, some temporary glory. And being so afraid of the opposite, of criticism, of disapproval, of being neglected, being not recognized. So afraid of failure. So afraid, you know, we have all these problems of low self-esteem, low self-worth, anger at someone who says something we don't like, fear that somebody's going to say something we won't like, or we're not going to get what we want. All these afflictions... What if we weren't so devoted to those things that come and go? And just were devoted to this that doesn't come and go. This awareness. Like I said, uh, try it out. Don't even, don't even make any effort. Just be. What if we're devoted to that? Which includes love. Because we're allowing it all. Just allowing it all to freely flow. And that's freedom. 
when we're not grasping onto one of those really (laughs) painful boxes. I heard that these devils, these devils create hells for us. Hells of anger, hells of fear. But they become angels. Those devils become angels when we let go and let be. They're ushering in a bigger understanding for us. Your afflictions, those devils, if we allow them, they can be angels. Do you have any questions or comments about any of this? I don't think there are any questions. No? Anybody feel like saying anything? close with a story there was this rabbi his name was Zuzia and everybody loved this rabbi he was a very wise rabbi he was a very good really good rabbi good person completely renunciate he gave away he, people would give him money give him stuff and he'd give it away his family unfortunately well maybe it was, I'm sure it was fine they lived in kind of a poverty. They lived, and he was very wise and and uh, good, kind. So he, it came time for him to die, and he was crying. He was sobbing, and his his. All these congregants that loved him were around his bed. Zuzia, why are you crying? And they they said, are you crying because you weren't... Oh, he he says, "I'm, I'm crying because I'm afraid to face God. And they say, why were you, would you of all people be afraid to face God, Zuzia? And he said, because... No, no. So they said, "Are you, are you afraid that you weren't enough like Moses? That you weren't wise enough like Moses?" And Jesus shook his head. No, that's not it. Are you afraid that you weren't so completely devoted and loving of God, like like Abraham or Isaac or Jacob, any of those great prophets that were doing? And Susie said, no, that's, that's not, I'm not crying because I wasn't kind enough or I wasn't wise enough. I'm not afraid of God accusing me of that. Well, what are you afraid of, Zuzia? I'm afraid that God will accuse me of not being Susia. 
So what does it mean to be yourself? To really come home. Just to be yourself. Who cares what they think? It doesn't matter. Doesn't mean to not be caring. But not being so preoccupied with the human value system. Whatever you're worried about, whatever your problem is. And recognize your your innate goodness. Innate goodness. Buddhism believes that we are innately good, innately pure, not innately <laughs> bad in so many ways. No, no, we're all, you're all perfect. You're all innately good. You all have, you have awareness. It's unmistakable. You're awake, you're alive, you're not a rock. And you want to be happy. Your love. And you want your friends and your, and really, all beings. If we could, we would, we would love all beings to be happy, I think. And we would love all beings to be, we want ourselves to be free of afflictions, right? Compassion. We have this compassion. And to know this, to know who you are, is wisdom. And we have wisdom. It's all here. It's all available. Okay, thank you.